What's going on, guys? Welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer. Thank you for listening, as always. Check out TallBoyBlog.com and check out the Instagram page, CTN Sports, for all new sports content and news every single day. And don't forget my newsletter, the CTN Tribune. Issue number 18 drops Friday at midnight, so please check that out. Evan, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good, and I'm doing even better because this is our first college basketball episode of the season. We will be bringing these to you every week from now on, so I'm very excited about that. And then our predictions for NFL and college football will come later in the week. But the AP poll, preseason college basketball AP poll, dropped today, and I know Evan had some issues with it, and I had some issues with it as well. For so, sure. We are going to bring you not only some topics for preseason, but we're also going to bring you our predictions for who will win each Power 6 conference and our top 10 power rankings. So, Evan, are you ready to get started? Yes, sir. I'm ready to get into it. Well, I think the first thing that everybody saw when the rankings came out at noon today was, well, number one is Kansas. And I understand they have a good supporting cast. They just got Hunter Dickinson, transfer center from Michigan. But, Evan, I'm going to ask you, does Kansas deserve the top spot? I do think they deserve the top spot, for now at least. I mean, we have to see how everyone plays. But, I mean, Kansas is obviously one of the biggest blue bloods in uh, college basketball. And, I don't know, I've always been very fond of Kansas. I always think they're a very good basketball program. I actually predicted them to win the national championship uh it was a few years ago i think i don't remember exactly when it was but they ended up winning it that was a that was like two seasons ago yeah i knew it was a few seasons ago yeah well we look at kansas's roster obviously they have hunter dickinson they lost ochi agbaji they lost um grady dick but they still have players like Dewan Harris Jr., who had nine points per game. He's going to have a breakout year. They have another forward like K.J. Adams Jr., a sophomore, 10 points per game. He will have a breakout year. That is their big three. That is a very elite big three. However, I don't think Candace deserves the top spot, and I'll give you who I think deserves the top spot in my power rankings, but I just feel like Kansas, outside of those three guys, the supporting cast is good. It, it's elite. I don't think it's number one in the country good. Sure, the coaching is there with Bill Self. It's one of the, Kansas is one of the greatest programs of all time. But I just really don't think that they are number one this year. But, Evan, let's move on to our next topic. All right. So the next topic we have is expectations for Michigan State. Ooh, I'm interested to hear this one. So, Michigan State, um, they've been in the Final Four multiple years. They made it in 2014. They made it in 2019. Tom Mizzle's been the multiple Elite Eights. He hasn't won a title since 2000. And that, uh, that was 23 years ago. That was almost 23 years ago. That is a long time without a national title. It doesn't get talked about enough. Because of the success that Michigan State has in the, in the regular season, in the Big Ten, and in the NCAA tournament. However, that's a long time to go without at a national title. Michigan State sure. has a lot of weapons this year. Jaden Atkins, point guard. They bring in Xavier Booker, who's one of the best freshmen 
in the country. They bring back two elite. I mean, elite. Throw three. They bring back three elite players to make up this team. Number one is Tyson Walker, um, guard. He is a senior. He is arguably the best point guard in the entire nation. A.J. Hogard, who had 13 points per game last year. He's a senior who will share the backcourt with Tyson Walker. And Malik Hall, a forward senior who is one of the best power forwards in the entire country. And um, they also have players like Steven Isabel. Okay, I'm getting too ahead of myself there. <laughs> they also have players like Matty Sasicko, who had a good year last year. He, The stats don't show it, but he definitely um, does his job on defense and offense as well. My expectations for Michigan State is a national title. But I have to ask you, Evan, what are your expectations? Um. Yeah, man, I, I expect Michigan State to get an Addy as well. I mean, they definitely have the roster to do it. But, yeah, I expect them to get that national title anything less than that is really a disappointment of my eyes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, getting back to the Final Four would yeah, be a big deal. Yeah, at least the Final deal. Four. I mean, if, if they get to the Final Four, then maybe I'll consider that not being a disappointment. But they at least got to make the Final Four for sure. Yeah, the fact about it is, though, is that, I mean, these guys – I believe all three of the players I mentioned, at least Malik Hall, is a super senior. He's in his fifth year. Yeah. This Michigan State team has played together more. This Michigan State team has has more experience together than an individual player has in the college sphere. Like, that's one thing that makes this Michigan State team is the coaching with Tom Izzo. And the chemistry and the experience of these guys. I mean, these guys are in their fifth year together. Thanks. But I'm going to move on to the next topic. And my team is the Kentucky Wildcats. I've always bled blue. But I'm going to ask Evan this question as a Louisville fan. How good can Kentucky be this year? Well, Kentucky has a very young roster. And this is something that concerns me. But... I think if they build chemistry together and play on a high level, then they then they can be one of the best teams in college basketball. Here's one thing I like, Danny. Kentucky came in the rankings number 16. That's the lowest in the Calipari era. For sure. I think that's the first time out of the top 10 in the Cal- since Calipari's been the head coach at Kentucky, which is like 14 years. I really like that because I feel like these Kentucky teams, they come in, they're young, they're ranked number one, number two. Oh, like, okay, you know, we're so good, like nobody's going to be able to beat us. They go to the State Farm Champions Classic. They play Duke, Kansas, Michigan State. They get their socks blown off. And then it's like, whoa, we're not as good as we thought we were. Right. Being at number 16, maybe Calipari's telling these guys, hey, listen. We can be better, but coming into this season, we are not going to be winning every game. For the sure. player, the players are not looking at the season ahead of them and saying, oh, this is going to be easy. We're better than everybody. No, you're ranked number 16. You're not better than everybody. 15 teams are better than you right now, according to the committee, according to the college basketball world. That's something I like. How good, how good can Kentucky be? 
I mean, let's just be honest about it. They could win a national title. First every year. every single one of Calipari's teams could have won a national title. There's not a, there's not a team that John Calipari has put together that I've looked at and said, oh, that team probably can't win it this year. No, they can all win it. They can all win it. They always have a top two recruiting class, and they always have players coming back. Now, Antonio Reeves is the only big-time player coming back this year, which is concerning. I mean, it is. I mean, he was their second-leading scorer last year behind Oscar Sheboy. Jacob Toppin's gone. Oscar Sheboy is gone. Kaysen Wallace is gone. Severe Wheeler transferred to Washington. Chris Livingston is gone. I mean, the C.J. Frederick transferred to Cincinnati. Outside of Uganda on this, however you say his freaking name, from Nigeria, who had 2.5 points per game last year, the forward. Antonio Reeves is the only player in the top seven scores from Kentucky returning. Yeah, that's something that could definitely be concerning. Which is concerning. I mean, Kentucky placed Kansas, the number one team in the country, in the third game of the year. They'll probably lose that game. I think they will. They host Miami. Yeah, they host Miami. It might be a neutral side game. No, it's a Rupp Arena. They host Miami number 13 in the ACC-SEC Challenge on November 28th. There's a chance they could lose. There's a chance they could lose that game. They can win that game. Miami Miami has lost a lot. But Miami's a team that made the Elite Eight the year before made the Final Four last year. That team's good. They they also play North Carolina in the CBS Sports Classic on December 16th, and they even go to Louisville, which, um, I mean, I'm not being, trying to even be disrespectful at this point, but, like, we usually beat Louisville, but, like, you know, we're young. I mean, Louisville does have some transfers, like a Sky Clark and stuff that, you know, they have experience on the college level, more experienced than Kentucky. For sure. And you I also mean, I have, think you all will still be us, for sure. Likely, likely. And, I mean, I'll, I'll look at this, and, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Like, the SEC is no joke. It's never been a joke. Tennessee is ranked number nine. Let me see all the SEC teams that are ranked. Tennessee is nine. Arkansas is 14. Texas A&M is 15. Alabama is number 24. That is five teams out of the top 24, top 25, I'm sorry, that are in the SEC. It's no joke. Conference play is going to be tough, and I'm sorry for rambling on. But yeah, this Kentucky team, I think Calipari at least has to get to the Elite Eight this year. I think his job could be in trouble. For sure. Which there's also a chance his job isn't going to be in trouble because he signed a lifetime contract. But once again, there's that chance. They also face number 11, Gonzaga, um, in February. Later on in the year, it's an out-of-conference game right in the middle of conference play. But Evan, enough of me rambling on. Let's go ahead and move on to our next topic. Yes, sir. So the next topic we have is what's a team ranked too low and a team that's ranked too high? Okay, so I think the way I'd like to do this is I'm going to give a team that's too low, you give a team that's too low, then vice versa with the high. A team that I think was ranked too low is USC, okay? Now I know USC, they don't have the best roster in the world, but they have three guys that um I really like. Number one is Boogie Ellis, who... um. I think he's probably the best point guard in the country. He's a senior. He had 17 points per game last year. You also have Isaiah Collier, who's the number one recruit in the nation, the number one freshman in the ESPN 100 coming to the Trojans. 
And you also have Bronny James, who I know he's not really high-ranked, but Bronny James, I think, is definitely going to be able to make an impact on that team. USC was ranked number 21. I would have had them around 12 to, or 13. I think USC was about six to seven spots too, seven to eight spots too low. Um, Evan, what's the team that you thought was too low? Um, I'm gonna go with Gonzaga. Okay. I mean, I don't. In my opinion, they don't move up too much, but they do move up the most significant amount. Uh, yeah, I mean, other teams I like that. that. I like that, and I mean, they do have um, Graham Hike, who is a junior who had 20 points per game last year. He transferred from, um, uh, where, where, where did Grant Mike transfer from? Give me a second. He played for Wyoming. That's right. That's a huge pickup for the Bulldogs. Averaged 20 points per game last year. But the biggest pickup, in my opinion, is Ryan Nimhart from Creighton. That hurts that Creighton team. It does. And you know it does, and I know it does. Yes, sir. Ryan Nimhart was the hard and soul of that Creighton team last year. Gonzaga snatched them up. You also have a player like Anton Watson coming in as a senior. He's been there when they were in the Final Four, the National Championship game. They were He was there the last two tournaments. He's been there through all of it. And, um, yeah, I have a lot of high expectations for this Gonzaga team, and I like, what, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Yes, sir. Now, a team that I think was ranked too high, this is going to get some – this is going to get controversial – Duke. Duke. Let's look at Duke. Okay. Hear me out. It is um, Snyder, the coach. John Snyder. It's his second year. Had a pretty good year last year. Good year for a first for a um first year head coach. Had a decent record. I believe they were a four or five seed. They won a they won a they won a tournament game. Um of course Jeremy Roach is returning, and I'm not gonna take away from how good Jeremy Roach is because he is elite, one of the best point guards in the country. And they also have a good guard like Tyrese Proctor, who is a sophomore. He had a pretty good year last year coming in as a freshman. And they have Kyle Flipowski, who is the best player on this team and is probably the best power forward in the entire country. Outside of that, outside of that, what player do they have that is like, whoa, that, that that they're 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 definitely the best team in the country. They have bet more than three good players. I mean, no disrespect to like Mark Mitchell, the uh, forward sophomore had nine points per game last year. He doesn't make them the second ranked team. Does Jeremy Roach make a team the second best team in the country? The only player I know that's done that is Zach Eady and Oscar Sheboy, and every player that's one player of the year. Jeremy Roach is not going to win player of the year. Kyle Flipowski is a great player, one of the best players in the country. He's not going to win player of the year. I just think Duke was ranked too high, but tell me. Tell me what team that you thought was ranked too high. So for this one, it might be controversial to some people as well. I already know what it is. Tennessee. No, okay. I thought he was going to go Purdue. I'm not going Purdue. I think it's going to be Tennessee. Man, I think Tennessee, they're always an overrated program. I think they always sell. I mean, it's just classic Tennessee, but I mean, yeah. they, they may shock me. And I mean, they do have good we'll talent. They have a. Uh, they Z- definitely Z- have talent. They have Zakai Ziegler, who had ten points per game last year. He's like the Chris Paul of college basketball. He is a very good player. Um, you also have a player like Josiah Jordan James on the wing. Um, 
a player maybe such as that's the thing that's the thing i'm having to search through players they have a good roster they they really do i don't know if they're better than gonzaga or a florida atlantic or maybe it might be able to be ranked higher than kentucky because they're very experienced they're not better than arizona um i i, I don't believe that at all but yeah i, I mean I, I agree i agree with what you said i think tennessee was ranked not super high but just a little too high. Right, right. Evan, let's move on to this. We're going to go conference by conference, and I want you to give me your favorite to win each Power 6 conference this season. All right. Starting off, who do you have to win the ACC? All right, so the team that I have winning the ACC is Duke. Mm. I mean, I think they win the ACC, even though, like you said, I, I mean, I'm not too high on Duke either, but I mean... The ACC is pretty good. It is. I want you to guess what mine is. You know it ain't Duke. Uh, I'm going to go UNC. That is correct. I have North Carolina winning the ACC. North Carolina, very underrated. Now, now they did lose Caleb Love, which is a big deal. I know it's a big deal. You know it's a big deal. Yeah, they got Armando Baycott. They have Armando Baycott. He's one of the best players in the country. Had an average of double-double last year. They have R.J. Davis, who might be the best shooting guard in the entire country. They also have a player such as a uh, Harrison Graham Jr., who had 10 points per game last year. I believe he was a transfer. He transferred from Stanford. He's a very good player. Um, yeah, I just think I think North Carolina is the best team. I think North Carolina is underrated because they lost Caleb Love and because of their performance last year. I mean, they're really the most disappointing team in the country last year. Yeah. Coming in, favored to win the national title, number one ranked. Didn't make the tournament. But I think that's a big reason why they're not ranked higher. That's a team, if it wasn't for if USC would have been ranked number 18, I would have said North Carolina was my team that was too low because I think both those teams are way too low. For sure, I agree. And I think North Carolina is a lot better of a team than people were giving them credit for. Yeah. All right, let's go to the Big Ten. Right, so the Big Ten, you already know I'm going to have to go Michigan State. Michigan State. A lot of people would say Purdue. I think Michigan State is the best team in that conference. The thing about Purdue is, sure, Zach Eady is arguably, I don't think he's the best player in the country. I think he's probably top three. He's arguably the best player in the country. And they also have a um, small forward. Please let me think of his name. Please let me think of his name. I'm really trying to think of his name. <laughs> they have a small forward. He's like one of the best small forwards in the country. He makes a great case for it outside of those two guys. They don't really have the supporting cast that I I mean that I would look at and say, that supporting cast, Zach Eady, they're going to go win a national title. They just don't have that they just they, they don't they don't have that at all in my opinion and um michigan state like I, we already mentioned has a lot of players coming back and i have a lot of high hopes for them this season yes sir and i believe that small forward i was thinking of it might not be no it's not i don't know anyways you guys let me know what i'm trying to think of i apologize let's move on to the big 12 evan who do you have winning the Big 12? All right, so the team that I have winning the Big 12 is Kansas. Kansas, of course. Kansas, easily the best team in the Big 12. 
Um, the next closest team in the rankings is Texas at number 18. I don't think the Big 12 is that much of a competition this year. I mean, there's teams that could do it. I'm not saying that Kansas is a straight-up lock for it. You have a team like like Texas, who's 18. You have a team like Baylor that's still in the rankings. Baylor has been very good, very, very, very good the last few seasons, uh, even winning a national title in 2021. But, yeah, outside of Kansas, there's not anybody in the top 10 or even the top 15 for that matter. Yes, Let's go on to the SEC. Evan, who do you have winning the SEC? All right. Uh, this one could be very controversial. I don't I don't think you're going to like it. I have my guess. Okay, what's your guess? Arkansas. That is my guess. Dang. That is your answer? That is my answer. Arkansas, they have a good team this year, and they're ranked higher than Kentucky. They're ranked higher than A&M. Um, I mean, there's not much I can say. They do have... Um, E L Ellis L Ellis. He's a transfer from Louisville. Yes, he's the guy that played for Louisville last year. Very, very good player. Only dude on the team. He was the only dude on I the team. I definitely like. Year. Oh man, they also have Traymon Mark Jr. Yeah, yeah, man. They from they, Houston. They do, have a, they do have a stacked roster, I think. Whoa! I didn't even know all this. Okay, hold on. <laughs> oh my God, dude! That's already like one of the best duos in the country. Devontae Davis Sr., 11 points per game last year. Um, Jeez, dude. Okay. LLS average last year had to be like over 17 for sure. Well, let's look. 17.7. Okay. So my original pick was Kentucky, but I think Arkansas is going to win the SEC this year. All right, I like that. Yes, sir. Yeah, led by Traymond Mark, who is one of the best players in the country. I think I it's kind of sad he left Houston, but man, Tremont, there was some of the thing is it Miami or Auburn? I think it was Auburn. Like Marcus Sasser wasn't even in the game. Tremont Mark had 20 points. I mean, this dude was just lighting it up. He's definitely the best player on that team. And I, yeah, yep, yeah, for sure. Arkansas is going to win the SEC, <sighs> but they have lost a lot. They have lost a lot. They have. I mean, a lot of their players went to the NBA, yeah. Let's move on to the Pac-12. Evan, who do you have winning the Pac-12? All right, so the team that I have winning the Pac-12 is USC. USC as well. That is what the – man, that's like the third one that we've picked the same. Yeah, yes, that's like the third one. That is – um, that's fourth actually. Kind of crazy. That's the fourth one. We definitely have similar opinions. What do you like about USC? Man, I, I, I just think they're an underrated team, you know, coming in. I think they're totally underrated. I mean, let me take a look at their roster real quick. There's one thing for sure. They have the best backcourt yeah, in the Isaiah entire Collier, country. As you mentioned earlier. Number one recruit in the nation along with Boogie Ellis. Boogie who I Ellis. Think has a, I think has an argument as the best guard in the entire Boogie country. Brawny. You think he'll start? No, I don't. I really I don't. don't. But Kobe Johnson. I mean, they got a good team, man. Ooh. They do have a good team, and you have team. Vincent Iwuchuwu, player seven foot one. That always, that always helps. I mean, you have a team like Arizona, who's probably going to be favored to win the Pac twelve going in. 
Um, a player like Caleb Love transfer. Um, players like um, Omar Balu, the uh, senior senior center who is averaged fourteen points per game last year. Um, but oh, they Arizona also has Keyshawn Johnson from Saint Diego State, yes, sir. a player that would the Aztecs would have not been in the national championship game if it was not for oh, yeah. Keyshawn Johnson. So I think it's a big battle between Arizona and USC. Yeah, I agree. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Arizona. Gonna go Arizona. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I gotta go. I gotta go the Wildcats. I'm sorry. I betrayed you. All right. I betrayed the Trojans. I'm sorry. I have to. We shall see. We have to. I was so. Arizona I was talk- does have a good team though. I was talking up USC the entire time, and then I just said Arizona. <laughs> yeah, you no. just said Arizona. Oh no. Uh, yeah, Arizona got a good player, uh, Carter Bryant. Arizona has the experience, and Arizona won the Maui last year. Which just speaks volumes to how good they already were. Yeah. But they have a lot of good mini tournaments this year. Let's move on to our last one. Big East. All right. Uh, I'm going to switch it up a bit. I'm going to let you go first on this one. Okay. I'm curious to see who you got. It's between two teams. and You have a team like Villanova. Boy, it's really between three teams. You have a team like you doubt you have a team like Villanova mm-hmm. that is just gonna really play under the radar. Justin Moore is one of the best players in the country, and um, he might actually be the best guard in the country. Justin Moore, senior, and I just think even without Jay Wright, I think Villanova is gonna have the edge. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go Marquette to win the to win the Big East. Marquette. The three teams that's really between Marquette, UConn, and Creighton. Yes, sir. Those those are the three teams. They're all in the top ten. Either of those teams could win it. UConn has lost a little bit. Creighton has lost a little bit. Marquette has lost a little bit. Marquette lost their best player. But I think when it comes down to it, Marquette is the best team. Who do you have? I have the UConn Huskies. You're going to take UConn. I'm going to go with the UConn. I just don't see how UConn – I mean, sure, I'm not saying they're going to have a bad year or anything. I just don't see how they're going to overcome losing their top two scores, Adam Sanogo and Jordan Hawkins. That, that's a big, big hit. They won the national title last year. They're going to be a good team. They, six is rightfully so. I think they're the sixth best team. in the. You know, they're around there. You know, they're around that top five range, top ten range. They're going to be led – they're going to be led by Tristan Newton – a point guard who averaged 10 points per game last year. It all depends on how much he can elevate. And, I, and I'm high on the kid. I think the kid's a great player. But I still think it's going to come down to how good he plays. They still have Donovan Klingon, who is a fantastic player. That's an insane three-point shooter. Also, They also have Alex Caravan. They're going to be a good team. But I don't think they're going to be as good as Marquette. Yeah, I, I, think, I think they'll... Edge out Marquette. Marquette's obviously always a good basketball program. And I think, yeah, it's going to be a tight race between these two teams. But I think that the Huskies barely edged it out. Evan, do you know what time it is? Yes, sir. It is time for our college basketball preseason power rankings. Evan, who do you have at number 10? All right, so coming in at number 10, I have... 
the Arkansas Razorbacks. I have Florida Atlantic. All right. Number nine. Coming in at number nine, I have the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Coming in at number nine, I have your future Pac-12 champions, the Arizona Wildcats. All right, all right. Number eight. All right, so coming in at number eight, I have Creighton. Coming in at number eight, I have Arkansas. You got Arkansas at eight. All right, I like that. I like that. Nope, just kidding. I got Duke. You got Duke all the way at eight? Yep. Okay, okay. Arkansas just barely misses out on the top ten. They're number 11. I was just playing. All right. Because I, I, I got Arkansas in the top ten. I don't have FAU in the top ten. No, they made the Final Four last year. They could bring everybody back. They're going to be good. Yeah, they're going to be good. But I think Arkansas is a better team than FAU. I don't. All right. Fair enough. Maybe. I don't know. Number seven. Okay, coming in at number seven, I have Houston. Coming in at number seven, I have Creighton. All right, all right. Number six. Coming in at number six, I have Marquette. Coming in at number six, I have the Purdue Zach Eady Boilmakers. <laughs> Zach Eady. Bro, it's like the face of that yeah. team. Coming in, coming in at number six, I have Zach Eady. <laughs> <laughs> number Zach five. Eady. Yeah, number five. All right, coming in at number five, I have the Yukon Huskies. Coming in at number five, I have the Houston Cougars. All right, I like that. I like that. Houston, final four bound. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Definitely something different. Yeah, like they made it three years ago. Yeah. Number four. Number four, I have the Zach Eady Boiler Makers. Okay. Coming in at number four, Evan has Zach Eady. Coming in at number four, I have UConn. All right, all right. Number three. All right, number we, 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 we all know what the top three is. It's just time to see what, you know, the top three brings. Number three, I have Duke. Okay. Coming in at number three. Very high. Very high. All right. All right. Mark Marquette. All right. All right. I'm high on them this year. I think they're going to be great. I like I, that. I also think they're going to win the Maui. That's kind of crazy, but I like it. We all For know sure. what number one and number two is. For sure. Evan, give me number two. All right. So number two, I got Michigan State. Coming in at coming, number two. Coming in at number two, I have the Hunter Dickinson. Coming in at number two, I have Hunter Dickinson. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. They got a good supporting cast. Yeah, uh, Kansas Jayhawks, number two. Yes, sir. And for your best team in the country entering the season, Evan, who's your top dog? Kansas, but... I think that changes later in the season because I do have Michigan State winning the national title. But My number one team is Michigan State. Yes, sir. That will never change. Yes, uh, guys, that is our college basketball episode. Before we go, Evan, why don't you give me a little pre? We are going to put this in the stamp. All right. Three, three seasons ago, before 
Houston was projected as a sixth seed. I said Gonzaga, Baylor, and Houston would all make the Final Four. April April came around. All those three teams were in the Final Four. My preseason Final Four is not to be joked with. It is very legitimate. It is very serious. It is not to be taken with a grain of salt. Before we go, Evan, give me your first team that you think will be in the Final Four. All right, so the first team I think that will be in the Final Four is the Michigan State Spartans. Michigan State will be in the Final Four. Yes, sir. Give me your second team. All right, so the second team I have in the Final Four is the Kansas Jayhawks. Where is the Final Four this year? The Final Four is in Phoenix this year. So you have Michigan State and Kansas in Phoenix. I have Michigan State and Marquette in Phoenix. Marquette, all right, all right. Evan, what is your third team going to Phoenix? All right, my third team I have is the Marquette Golden Eagles. My third team I have going to Phoenix is the Houston Cougars. All right, all right. Evan, give me your fourth team. All right, so the team, the fourth team that I have coming in, I'm going to go with... Mm. It's between two. I don't know who I have sliding in. But I think I'll go Houston. It was between Houston and Creighton. I think Creighton's a very good squad. You know, usually, usually, I would, uh, uh, I would pick someone that's a little bit lower on the radar. Like, three seasons ago when I got all those right, I picked, um, God, I don't even remember what the team is. St. Bonaventure. I picked them to go to the Final Four like crazy. They didn't make they didn't make the tournament. <laughs> but I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back to the top twenty five. And it's probably there's gonna be a Cinderella. There's gonna be an, a, a hot t- double digit seed, a Florida Atlantic, a Butler in there somewhere. All right, all right. But I don't know who that is. Evan doesn't. Nobody knows who, knows who that is. That's why there's never been a perfect bracket because it's so hard to predict. So hard. But my final team, and this is a team that's really been fighting for a lot of years. They've been in the Elite Eight multiple years. Evan, give me one final guess. Um, You said Elite Eight multiple years? Yes. Um, Are they in the top 25 or anything? Yes. Uh, let me, let me get over here. Um... This is a tough one. How about how about I give you a multiple choice? All right, all right. A is Crayon. Okay. B is Arkansas. All right, all right. C is San Diego State. Right. And D is Baylor. Um, I think you might go with Arkansas. I have the Arkansas Razorbacks going to Phoenix, so I have Michigan State, Marquette, Houston, and I have Arkansas. Evan, I like you that. had you had Kansas, Michigan State, Houston, and who else? Um, I believe I had. Was it Creighton? No, because I was picking between on my last one, Houston and Creighton. Okay. I had Marquette in there too. That's right. That's Marquette. right. 
But <sighs> I don't know. I was also tempted with my last selection to pick Arkansas. I really was. I can't wait for Michigan State to play Houston in the national championship game. You think Houston's making it to the Natty? Well, they did get they did get uh, LJ Cryer from Baylor. Yeah, he's one of the best guards in the country, along with Jamal Sheed. This team's gonna be good. Best defensive team in the country. Guys, this is all for a super long episode, but happy to be back with college basketball. And Evan, is there anything you'd like to say before we get off here? Um, I'd just like to say thank you all for tuning in. Um, college basketball is finally back. It's going to be in full swing soon. And we'll be having a lot of content coming out for it. So stay tuned for that. Ah. <sighs> Guys, that is going to do it also, for tonight. If but. you haven't already, check out my boy's short story, Black Hawk. Got to yeah. check it out. <sighs> there is no sleep. There is no sleep for the wicked. Bye.